Hi, are you struggling with advertising for your online e-learning business? Well, in this lesson, we're learning all about using negative keywords to optimize your ads so that way you can save money and reach the right creative students. Hi, I'm Angel from RT Course Experts and we help creative online course teachers with their tech. In this lesson, we're learning all about negative keywords when you're creating ad campaigns. We're gonna learn what is it, why use it, how to set it up, and then we'll go over an example. Finally, we'll summarize all our top tips. First of all, what are negative keywords? Negative keywords are a list of phrases that should not be targeted even if some of the ad campaign keywords do match. So the negative keywords are kind of like priority one and they override whatever keywords you may have had in your ad. If any of the negative keywords appear, then no money is wasted. Let's go into why would you use negative keywords? Well, you would use it to increase your ad performance by not wasting money showing ads to unrelated searchers. If you have like a pay-per-click ad campaign, you're on the lookout for people that are searching for some of your keywords. Some of those search algorithms or those matching algorithms have different techniques. So they could be looking for extra words, different words, out of order, all these sort of synonyms. And when you create those ad campaigns, you specify your keywords, a couple of words, with, with different kinds of matching criteria, you could potentially catch a wide range of related searches. If you wanna guarantee that your ad is not wasting money, you need to use not only positive keywords, but also negative keywords to remove any outliers or if a couple of words might sound like your audience, but they're really not. The negative keywords keeps those other searches away and it doesn't show your ad and it costs you any money. Let's go into a little bit of a how-to guide. I wanna cover two topics. One is all the matching algorithms and then I wanna go into some best practices. First of all, there are three types of matching techniques available on Google Ads, Bing Ads, and other ad platforms. The first is a broad text search. This is the default. If you just type words, it's going to be a broad search. But remember, this is negative. Actually, the broad text is actually the most restrictive filter. But with broad negative searches, if any of the words are there in any order, then that particular search will not show your ads. Next is kind of a medium filter. And this is called a phrase match. The way you specify phrase match is you usually put your phrases in a quote. Now for phrase match, it has to have all the words. It has to be in the exact order. If the words are all there and they're in exact order, then that negative phrase is triggering and it's gonna get blocked. That way you don't waste money if you don't want that phrase, that's what that, that would be good there. So it's sort of in the middle between broad and the next topic, which I'm gonna talk about, which is the next 
matching algorithm, which is called the exact match. The exact match is the least restrictive. Usually when you're on most engines, you're using, you specify the exact match either with a drop-down list box or you could put your words in brackets. These are the squares, not the circle parentheses. Brackets are the squares. So exact match is the least restrictive filter. Within negative searches, the exact words that you put in your exact match and they're exactly in that same order, then the system should not display your ad and uh, you won't have to pay for that. So these are the matching algorithms. There are three of them, broad, which is the most restrictive and can catch a wide range of things. The phrase match, which is sort of in the middle, it has the right words in the right order. And finally, the exact match, which is the least restrictive uh, filter. Those three and you can experiment with that. And I'll go into an example in a minute. Next up, let's just cover some high level best practices when you're trying to save money and target the right kinds of students for your online course, uh, the right kind of members for your online creative community, and even your coaching. First of all, you should actually do a manual search. So go ahead and open up Google and search for some stuff and look at the options. So not only what is returned, but also kind of when you type some words in the Google search bar, you're automatically gonna see some autofill best recommended options. Look at all those options. You're gonna see all those different combinations. And in addition to that, go ahead and do the search and scroll a page or two just to see what are what's being returned. And if something is really weird, like maybe a word is used for two completely different use cases, and you're like, oh, wait a minute, I definitely don't want that other thing. Why pay when one of your main words is used for a totally different industry or totally different use case? Next, you're gonna to wanna to consider a keyword planner. So there's lots of keyword planners that you type and they, they give you some advice about who to target, synonyms, related words, all that sort of stuff. Different phrases for, for those particular words. Use a keyword planner and then see what's coming up there. I like to have my keywords in kind of a, a little spreadsheet or a list and then also for your negative keywords, you should do the same thing. Have that bulleted list or have a spreadsheet and put them all there. That way you can kind of scan them. You can look at broader synonyms. You can look at singular, plural, etc. Now, as you're creating your negative keywords, depending on the platform that you're using, you can put them in different places. So you can put these negative keywords at an account level. That's your main account and that's global. That's gonna affect all your different campaigns and ad groups and individual ads. But the account level, you might say, hey, you know, I'm a small business. We teach a certain kind of cool making. We teach making and we teach makers. So at an account level, you might know that for your small business, you're teaching makers. So there might be some stuff that you put at the account level across all your ads because you know that your ads don't cover these other topics. So you wanna put them there because potentially there's an overlap or in some cases, there's a, a variation of some words that have other meanings in other industries. So you can put those there at the account level and that'll cover all your different ads and all your different campaigns. 
And one level below that from the account level is the campaign level. You might have different kinds of campaigns across your account. Maybe you have different products or services. Within each of those campaigns, uh, you can go ahead and specify different negative uh, keywords. They're gonna leverage the account negative keywords combined with your campaign level. It's just great because then they're shared. You don't have to recreate them as you're experimenting with different ads. They apply to all those, all the uh, contained ad groups and individual ads. Then at the next level is the ad group level. Below that are the individual ads. So you can go ahead and be very specific on that particular ad for that product or service, for that angle or keywords, or maybe you're targeting buyer intent or they're ready to buy or they have a problem and they need uh, teaching or they need help learning about a certain thing. But that level, you can also have negative keywords that apply just to that ad because maybe you're, you're hitting it from a certain angle. You have these different levels, right? The topmost account level, middle campaign level, and then kind of the ad group or ad level. Once you put them there, all the children of that can inherit these, these common negative keywords, or if they're not common, then you just put it at the lowest level so that you can just apply it to that particular ad. Now, you're, as you have ads, there might be some ads that are just not performing well. There's some certain matches, maybe they don't convert. So those could also be good candidates for negative keywords. You might use the negative keywords to filter out some subset of uh, um, customers or needs or problems because you know that when they get to your sales page, maybe for your course or your community or your coaching, for whatever reason, at that point, it's just not gonna work for them. So if you know that, um, go ahead and use negative keywords to filter out people so that when they do get to your sales page, they can go all the way through and, it's, and that sales page really talks to them. Now, every once in a while, there's something that goes viral. It could be a news thing or an event that maybe it's seasonal. Maybe there's some parts of their words that happen to overlap with your business. There's a keyword or a cool, maybe it's the name of your business or the name of your service. For whatever reason, it has parts of your words, but it's totally not what you do. If it's going viral, there's a lot of people searching, a lot of people clicking on things. When those things happen, you can block out those viral words that for three or four months, people are going nuts searching for something that has nothing to do with your business, but for whatever reason, there's one or two words that are, that are similar. When that happens, use negative keywords to conserve your cash, and that way you could keep going and finding your ideal customers. Finally, don't forget to review. Maybe you can have a calendar or your VA to periodically review and update. If you're a tiny business, maybe you just put a, a calendar reminder. Every second Friday, I review my ads. Or maybe if you're slightly larger, you have some contractors, some freelancers, then you could go ahead and schedule a meeting and then review the performance, review the words, review the data, and see what's happening. Then on a monthly basis, you should have some stats on how your ads are performing for that month and if you need to make changes. Now let's check out an example. So in this example, we'll go over using negative keywords for a training business. 
people choose sci-fi writers. So maybe you have a course for writing sci-fi, or you have a community where writers are there, you have different groups, or, or maybe you're coaching on, on getting their first book published. We're targeting sci-fi writers, and we're gonna use some different examples about how we might wanna play with sci-fi to, to block or remove maybe stuff that we don't want. So first of all, let's go over broad. So in a broad case, if you were to put sci-fi writers, then you're not gonna see sci-fi writers course. You're not gonna see the reverse of that. Like you're not gonna see writers sci-fi because it's broadly blocking sci-fi writers. By the way, you might see fantasy writers or sci-fi writer so you'll still pay for that and those ads will still show if you need to you can expand or add multiple negative keywords but anyway so broad that's really going to block out all sorts of variations on sci-fi writers now if you were to use a phrase to build your negative uh, keywords and let's just say you put sci-fi writers in quotes well you're not going to see sci-fi writers and you're not gonna see sci-fi writers course, but you might see fantasy writers or sci-fi writer, or you might see writers sci-fi. So, because you're not blocking broadly, right? So this is a phrase match and you're blocking that. And of course, these are just examples. Now, if you were to use an exact match, which is usually represented with brackets, so you would do open bracket, sci-fi, writers, close bracket. Well, that's you're exactly blocking that. So at that point, you're not gonna show anything to sci-fi writers, right? But what you are gonna show is you're gonna show the ad to almost every other permutation. So you're gonna show the ad for fantasy writers or sci-fi writer, right, singular, or sci-fi writers course, or even writers sci-fi. So what you're just trying to say is, hey, for some reason, I don't wanna see sci-fi writers. That's not my audience. And so I would wanna see the other variations. These are only examples. You would mix and match and you would use other words. For example, if you, you didn't wanna do children's books because you're a sci-fi writer, then, then you would create all the variations for things that are not sci-fi writers, so that way you don't spend money. Or maybe you really niche on medieval fantasy, but not other types of sci-fi like space. That's where negative keywords can really help save you money and also help you target exactly who you want when you mix negative keywords with the positive keywords. Then you get good at the different kinds of matching algorithms, the broad, the phrase, and the exact match for both positive and negative keywords. If you wanna level up, start exploring negative keywords. You're gonna save money and you're gonna be able to target your exact student for your online course, your exact member for your community, or student for your coaching business. Let's summarize. So here are the top things you need to know. So when you're building ads, you use a bunch of keywords. You can also use negative keywords to remove searches so that you don't waste money on your pay-per-click ad campaigns. There's different kinds and you could, you could level up over time, right? No need to learn everything right away. 
you can just add a couple of phrases that for whatever reason is just making you uh, waste money. So you can do broad phrase or exact match, or you could start off with just a couple of phrases in a couple, or you could start off with just a couple of broad things that you want to remove so that you don't waste money. You know, spend all your energy, get those campaigns right, and then, hey, one or two things that you add to your negative campaigns just to get rid of like, I don't know, 20, 30, 40% of wasted spend. I recommend you have a little list so that you know your negative keywords and then think about these negative keywords. Really, should they be at the, and think about these negative keywords. Should they be at the account level, campaign level, or ad group level? So that way they're common across all your ads and you don't have to have all these different kinds of lists. Just have one or two main lists that way, that way you can maximize that. That way you don't get confused and you have one clear list of negative keywords. And finally, do a periodic review, whether it's monthly or quarterly, review your ads, see what's going on. Also, you know, finally review your ads periodically. It could be monthly, quarterly, whatever, but find time, put it on your calendar to review your ads and then review it with your team, look at it, see what's working for you. And also think about maybe your, your sales call or what your students are saying. And then based on that, you might tweak it. Finally, periodically review and update your ads. Could be uh, weekly, every other week. Uh, I like monthly for ads, check them out. Uh, not only reviewing the actual ad dashboard of what are your keywords, what are your negative keywords, how are they performing for your different campaigns, but also actually open up Google and Bing and search. You know, open up a new browser where there's no cookies, you start fresh, and just to see what's coming back. Are your ads there, are your ads not there? Are other things showing up that you should completely block off? Remember, other businesses are always coming, other competitors are always coming online or going away. So now you're a lot smarter on ads and how to optimize them using negative keywords. To learn more, check out the info and links in the notes. If you're loving this stuff, subscribe to keep leveling up your creative business. And if you need any tech help with your courses, community, or teacher website, visit www.artcourseexperts.com. Thanks for hanging out. Let's stay in touch.